You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. What's going on, everybody? It's episode 40 of the People's Podcast. It's your girl, Amber Nicole here. I'm your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ, on the mic. And we are here once again for another week of the shenanigans. Round of applause for everybody for tuning in for the 40th consecutive or not consecutive week. Um, Shout out to everyone who has listened to every episode thus far. We appreciate you more than words can ever express. Um, If you are new here, welcome. We appreciate you. Uh, shout out to you for joining the home team, uh, to, for finding your new favorite podcast. Um, the People's Podcast is one of a kind, I must say. Um, for those of you who are new, the first epi- the first, I'm sorry, the first segment of every episode, we like to call it happy hour, and you can think of it just as your normal happy hour with your homies at the bar, at the crib, at the restaurant, whatever it may be. We're sitting around discussing what's been going on in our week, um, how we have made it from last Thursday to this one. Um, today, who's going to start our happy hour? I'll start. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, since last Thursday, um, I had the absolute pleasure, and I am grateful to God to embark on my 30th year of life. Um, I turned 30 years old this past Sunday. However, on the Saturday, I was able to celebrate my birthday with a 90s-themed barbecue cookout. Okay. How's that? It was phenomenal. It was because I was there. Yes, it was a great, <laughs> great, great time. It was a great time. It was amazing. Um, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who showed up, showed out, who helped me just celebrate this milestone in my life, I guess. Um, special shout out to my sister for getting on that grill and and get flipping the burgers and the dogs and the ribs and she's just everything my sister always shows up for me she's silent about how much she she might not tell me she love me all the time (laughs) but she definitely shows it shout out to my other sister for being a photographer for the short time that she was there because she had places to go. Shout out to family that just showed up and helped me with Taz. Shout out to Amber and Joe for pulling up on me. Shout out to Amber for making me like my outfit basically, just customizing it and making it super duper fly. Um, Amber and Joe showed up with these nice bottle and some pretty balloons that are still um, tied up around my bedpost, so it's still my birthday in my bedroom. Yes. So. Uh, did you drink I, some of the bottle? I did not open it. I will not open it without y'all. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody. Like It was such a good time, and then the next day, we, we went to brunch that Sunday, my actual birthday, and we had a good time. It was just a beautiful day. I just felt so elated. I just felt like I could give myself a pat on the back for just even allowing myself to feel that love that I received and I'm just so grateful like my Sunday was perfect 
it started perfectly, ended perfectly. I'm just so happy. And I can say that, like, in this moment, I am happy. So thank you all for being a friend. Thank you. Why y'all don't, I don't know? know bell. <laughs> I think I think Amber needs the bell. Joe don't know when the ta- he be tapping the bell too light. He be doing it too nicely. Like you got do you got tap the bell. But yeah, I'm very very grateful. The rest of the week has been cool. I went back to work on Monday. My job celebrated me, so my team took That's me nice. to lunch. We had a nice and we took like a two hour lunch. Oh. Man. Like we went out to that place piggyback that we went before. Oh, Amber, yeah. so um, we went to piggyback. I love my damn food. Yeah, went there for lunch, sat there. Then we went to um, back to the office where they had a cake that in purple said "Happy 30th Birthday, Asia." We cut the cake. They sang "Happy Birthday," and we la- we literally sat there for like an hour, just talking and like conversing and just being a team and it was very you know you need that type of interaction with your co-workers to keep morale in the environment and for the fact that they chose to celebrate me I only been there a couple months and they did all of that it meant a lot to me and so shout out to my people's at the job or whatever and that's that about better. it. I mean, now I'm just trying to prep myself to celebrate my good sister's birthday. Hey. Okay, because she is just coming. It's coming right on up. And the celebration starts this evening. So, y'all just stay tuned to the IG, I guess, because that's where y'all going to see it go down. Right. I mean, you know, two things that you said that resonated inside of me. Um one thing is, like, it's great to have a good team because um, that in working in a work atmosphere where it's not all work and they're able to celebrate you on mm-hmm. the whim is great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I like about my team. And it's like, yo, I know every year when my birthday comes, it's like somebody is going to celebrate me but you Mm -hmm. just don't know when Mm -hmm. but working in a new environment where you don't expect for them to know your birthday and it's just like take you out to eat Mm -hmm. and there's a cake involved Mm -hmm. is a great experience um uh so like yo kudos to your job kudos to you loving it because you know some people don't like their job out there yeah they be out here like yo wishing they could leave Mm -hmm. and wishing bad things and the fact that you love your boss and love your atmosphere is great so Mm -hmm. shout out to your job second thing that i said resonated resonated inside of me not even that you looked great for your birthday friend thank you you look so good on your birthday like yo like you were happy and like one thing I, I knew when um you are my friend i learned two things Mm -hmm. did you know that wasn't patty labelle singing yeah. Did y'all? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, the dudes sound just like Patty. I never thought that, but. Right. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, I didn't know that was Patty. But when I heard that song play, I knew to get on that dance floor <laughs> because Asia was going to say where all my friends mm-hmm. at. And all her friends from yonder, east, west, right. they came north, south. They, they got came, right on that floor. And they got on that floor and surrounded you. Because y'all know that's my song. When you shedded your tears, mm-hmm. I said, yo, she is happy. I was happy. She is happy because, you know, all that anxiety and 
and all the things leading mm-hmm. up to the um, day of the party was like a breath of fresh air because mm-hmm. all your friends was there. You looked good. My mm-hmm. homegirl <laughs> had a quick change. Yes, I had a quick change. She had her a quick change. They said, friend. you did an outfit change? I right. said, yes, I, I did. I didn't even see the first outfit. Though. I got my sister took pictures of me in that outfit, so whenever she chooses to give them to me. Right, she probably going to steal them and mm-hmm. put them in the book and post you mm-hmm. probably next year, like, happy birthday. And he was like, oh, yeah. I've never seen that before. Yo, my sister's posted some throwbacks of me on a yes, grand for the I seen them. Oh my Jesus. I seen them. I'm like, my head still is big. My head was big. But you grew into your head. Yeah, I grew into it. But my head was big when I was little. But you know, like I really do like love all the people that you ca- that mm-hmm. came out because everybody was friendly. Mm-hmm. Every corner of your backyard mm-hmm. was taken up yes. with someone that loved Miss Asia Michelle. So mm-hmm. on this day, thank you for the invitation. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, for inv- for inviting me, for m- allowing me to meet you. Mm-hmm. Like, happy birthday to you, friend. Thank I- you. Oh, my goodness. All the love. Yeah, I felt so loved. I really did. And it just reminded me of, you know, the times I come on here sometimes and I tell y'all, like, I'm not feeling good. And I have a lot of those times. But that is why I was moved to tears because it's just like, Asia, you be looking around for for that feeling of that, you know, that gratification or that, that thesaurus I need the word validation maybe Uh, just something to remind you that somebody does love you because it's it's like to know reassurance thank you thesaurus that's the word I needed that sometimes I be looking for the reassurance that you know people really love me because it's like one thing to know that you are loved but you just never feel it and in that moment for the first time in a long time I felt the love that I knew I had but I actually felt it for everybody to show up to dress to right everybody had 90s yeah whether it was a shirt or something something. they had something from the 90s and they really appreciated like you know what I put together with the the corner store and crowns like people really was like appreciative of it and they, they really was just fucking with me like and I was just like dear god thank you so much mm-hmm. like if I, I never experienced anything else the love that I received on that day and the love that I know I have from God every day is always going to be enough for me Thanks. absolutely I didn't even know like like you know as a child you know we hear these songs and we'd be like like whatever it was it wasn't until that day that I knew the words of you are my friend and like just like you said to speak on that is like I've been looking I've been around, looking around and you were here all and the you time. were here mm-hmm. the whole time. So it's just like, yo, it's a big respect. Shout yeah. out to that. Shout out <laughs> to you. Um, yo, happy birthday. It's your birthday all month because, you know, yeah. like you said, now it's like two birthdays now. So it's going to be back extra, to extra. Mm-hmm. Read all about it. Hey, mm-hmm. it's the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, um, my week um, before I start my happy hour i want to give a psa first um my psa is like yo um i post and if you're a a very very um not uh a very thesaurus no thesaurus (laughs) doesn't huh avid Yes, uh, you're a very avid watcher <laughs> mm-hmm. of mine. Um, if you aren't a follower of mine on Instagram, you can follow me at joe.b.herd um, at Instagram. And I post every morning approximately about like 6.37 
and I post like inspirational quotes and then things that I really feel throughout the day, whether it's about relationship, whether it's about black people, whether it's funny, whether it's sad, whether it's something that's getting through your day. Not more so sad because I really don't want to uplift. Uh, I'm trying to uplift everyone in today's community, whether you black, white or other. But um, I want to let you know that Joe's not going through anything. Hallelujah. And please don't think that I'm going through anything because I mean, like, I'm just here to help my people get through whatever they need to get through. Mm-hmm. Like, please don't think that. Like, um, it's just something that if it comes to mind, I either write it down or find something about it. So, like, yo, I'm good. Your boy's good out here in these streets. It's yeah. your boy. It's your boy. So, I mean, like, yo, thank God that I'm able to say I'm good because there's somebody out there that's that at this same moment that they saying they're saying that they're not good. Right. Or they wish they had a friend like I do or have two friends like we do that can they, they can use as their secret diary. You're my secret. (laughs) Whatever that song is. But anyway, my week, my little secret. You're my little secret. But yo, um, my week has been good. (laughs) Like along with that, like, um, it's been a dope week. Like a very dope week. It's like very reassuring that I have a my tribe is good. Yo, I got a good tribe. Like the the people in my sorry. <laughs> Nothing good has just taken place, but Amber and Asia are now taking picture. <laughs> Amber took a picture with the baby filter it's on Snapchat. Cute. Amber took a picture, but you're not listening to my happy hours. You said totally you have listening. a good tribe. Okay. I have a good tribe. I can so. listen and take pictures because y'all do this to me all the time. I really take pictures. But I mean whatever. Anyway, go ahead and take your pictures. We um I'm so I'm I I had a dope week. Um and my week started off with spending with my lovely friend Miss Asia Michelle and her birthday party. And then I spent the remainder of my week like chilling, like enjoying the time, like having serenity and peace and like a clear mind. Um and like I'm like happy like there was different conversations that I've had very through various through the weekend that has caused me to like feel like better mm-hmm. um uh you know when you when you're so used to like one thing and so basically like someone apologized about a certain situation and it made me feel good because like y'all ever have to go through the the process of being the one to always say sorry yeah. even if you're not the one to, that did anything that did anything or better yet accepting an apology that you know you would never get right so that was that this mm-hmm. weekend i was like yo it felt good because it was like yo i felt not to say that i don't feel appreciated it was like i felt like yo joe I feel like that number one, that apology was genuine. And number two, I, I felt like, yo, the person knew what they did wrong mm-hmm. and they were able to accept it. Mm. Growth. So, so it's just like, it, it's just a fatter, matter of growth and like on two parts because like honestly speaking, I walked into Miss Michelle's birthday party already like, I'm not going to speak. 
because it's just like I know that once I speak, there will be aftermath of me having to apologize to say mm-hmm. different things. But the fact that this person came to me and said what they said, like I really felt whole at that moment. I'm like, it's dope. Yeah. So I felt good. Well, I'm glad so, that was able to have, happen in that environment. Anyway, I mean, you, you know, know, I just like I, to curate the vibes, you know. Right. <laughs> curate you the know, good vibes. While I was eating them rat snack. <laughs> yes. And, yo, I looked at your table and the first thing I saw was sunflower seeds. I said, I got to have me a bag of these. <laughs> your sister came to me and was like, there's any more? I said, I don't know. I went to the corner store and got them. <laughs> <laughs> you did go, hey, you did cor- go to the I corner did. store. But it was dope. Like I really I still do got mad ices in there too. Bruh, they gonna let. Everything. They ain't gonna last the rest of the summer. We gonna eat them joints. Mm. Make oh. it a spike icy. Yes, like people, them with them Capri Sun pouches. Right. Put people. I, I put my drink in there, and everybody was like, "Where'd you get that?" That's on the table. Right. Everybody wanted a Capri Sun pouch. Right. It was so a I do time. appreciate you. Happy birthday. I uh, appreciate you. You Thank know, the you. turn up queen. She's talking about something. The whole month is <laughs> her birthday. Who? <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> so. I don't know when y'all be talking about me. Or take it away, Miss Evidence, because it's <laughs> right. day one. Happy August, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Happy August. So, as I take a sip of my drink, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. create that scenery, mm-hmm. and I put it down. Picture it, it. Sicily, nineteen forty-two. Right, So first, I would like to reiterate um, that. Oh, look at my microphone, child. That I would like to reiterate that um, the party was lit. I had a grand old time um, at the 90s shindig um, at Asia Michelle's house. And um, I had fun, you know, getting my outfit together. It was really refreshing to see um, everybody participate uh, in the theme. And it was really sweet to see everybody just come through and show the... Um, unwavering love that they have for Miss Asia Michelle. Um, I always appreciate um, when my friends can smell their roses, um, so to speak. So that was dope. Like Saturday was fucking lit. Um, Sunday was dope. We went to brunch. We had a freaking good time. We ended up at freaking Cherries, um, which was surprisingly a really good time on a Sunday. Um, we had the hookah, we had drinks. It was a really good time, and I appreciated the time that I spent with my friends. Um, Except when I got weird and you didn't like it. Okay, so she got weird. Yeah. So, oh. well, it might not be weird to you. Oh, um, but you should know that you know it's not <laughs> weird. In a sense of like, oh, you know, like this person is a weirdo. It's not (laughs) that. It's just that it is weird to me. Mm -hmm. So something being weird to me is not the same as maybe something being weird to you. Um, I'm a weird ass motherfucker. I know that shit. I'm weird. (laughs) (laughs) Did he say facts? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was funny to me. That was Did funny. Did you forget to me. your mic was on? 
<laughs> Testing one, Shit. two, three. The man said facts. God damn. But um, as I was saying before, I was really interrupted. I was just agreeing with you. Right. Um, you know, being thing, things being weird to me, you know, don't really hold much weight in the world because I'm just a weird ass motherfucker. So I'm sorry that you know things maybe maybe weird to me and not weird to you. So what happened? I was just trying to tell Amber in that moment how much. I appreciated her How much I loved her And how much her being in my life Has been Not only just She hasn't only just made a difference For me but she has Allowed Weight to be lifted off my shoulders Basically because I always Feel like sometimes that I have to Keep it together keep like Or I have to protect myself But Amber is just not like my Friend like this is my sister and I just Feel like when if I ever needed Somebody to speak up for me or to have My back that Amber is going To have it she don't have to say A lot but her presence was always Felt and known when I'm with her and we're around anybody Else and I tell her like Sometimes I don't be feeling like that, you know, but ever since I've reconnected with her, I feel that like she always got me and like she Amber is she's different. That's a fact. And <laughs> Amber may not be everybody's cup of tea, but she's damn sure my Hennessy straight. And it's because of her unwavering loyalty. Like, I love Amber so much I could cry. And I love you too. And I know, but I she don't was like, it to seem like I don't. No, I know you okay. do. But so, what the hell happened? So, she's like, you're being weird. Like, Asia dumb. started crying in the bar. Okay. Oh. That's weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was crying as I was like trying to say like, this. Like, were stuff. you like wiping your tears or were. Let me guess. She was boohooing. Almost, but like it was just like that's true. It would have gotten there if I didn't. If she didn't cut it. Well, you know what? Breaks. One thing I've learned about Amber is there is certain situations and certain places that you can do these things in. In a car. <laughs> In the, in I the, hate you. In the house. In the house. <laughs> when it's not a lot so of people. Much. When we walk in by ourselves. I but in a you. group setting, Mm-mm. maybe not. Yes. Yeah, so because like, it's right, like don't she's gonna that. be like, okay, what's gonna what's what's happening? Stop, here? you're being weird. Stop. Stop. <laughs> because what it is too is she doesn't un- she understands she's sensitive too. So once you start crying, she will follow up. Yeah. And I think also that this is not a bad thing, Amber, but I just think that I love you, how this is a roast Amber session right and now. We're not roasting it's you. Fine. Amber doesn't know how to accept this outpouring of affection publicly like I don't. She doesn't know. But y'all motherfuckers know that shit. So yeah. So, like, I understand why you said it was weird, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. Like, I have to tell you this right now because God put it on my spirit. So, there's that. Back to your happy hour. Take it away, Amber. So, before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> um, that happened. And so, funny story. Not really funny, but 
Um, I think it was that night. I think it was that. I think it was Sunday. I was having a moment in my own home because I had other things going on at home, and it's just like. I was feeling like a cup. The best way I could explain it was that I felt like I was this blue cup Mm -hmm. and like the water was at the brim. Mm -hmm. And if the water overflowed, then like the cup would like self combust. So it's like I knew the water had to overflow because there's nowhere else for the like there's currently water pouring in and it's like nowhere else for the water to go. But I felt like if I let it overflow, then the cup itself was self-combust. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I can't let it overflow. And that's like a fucked up feeling to feel. Mm -hmm. So I called my sis, Tiffany, um, at like 10 p.m. Sunday. I got off the phone with Tiffany at like almost 11, 12, almost like 2-ish a.m. Mm. Sunday because I'm just like yo I feel and my friend is like you know a whole therapist um, so I'm like yo I feel like what I just said right mm-hmm. excuse me and the more I explain like yo like you know I'm good but it's too much shit it's too many Stimulations going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's too much excitement. It's too much, you know, annoyedness. It's too much happiness. It's too much sadness. So many um, different stimulations going on for my mind right now, and I don't really know like how to handle it. And in that moment, the cup overflowed, and it overflowed, and it overflowed, and I felt so much better because I'm just like, huh. Like, sometimes, I say all this shit to say, sometimes you just need to cry because that shit, yo, like, even if it's not that you're sad, even if it's just that it's so much shit building up inside of you and you just holding on to it and being strong and being the strong person for everybody else and just being the life of the party now and just I being funny and being this and being that and, you know, you know, doing all these things because this is what people expect of you. And it's like, <laughs> damn, like... Like, I can't be this all the time. Right. Not 24-7. Right. Not every single day I can be this... Life of the party. Entertaining. Right. You know, funny. Right. Don't give a fuck. Let's get drunk. Person, don't get me wrong. That's me about 85% of the time. God damn. But, like, in that moment, right, it was just, like, too much. And I'm just like, yo, I don't, I've never felt this way Hmm. before. It's never, my Hmm. cup has never been that full. Hmm. Um... And I, I needed, you know, Tiff is old. Tiff knows. Tiff listens to every episode. So um, I'm taking this moment to allow my good sister to smell her flowers because she be ripping me when I don't be mentioning her about certain things. And it's like, no, 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 sis. I mean, I already shouted her on Instagram. But, like, if it weren't for you, and I have another point to make. If it weren't for you on that night, like, I don't know if I would have, like, been all right right now because I felt so many emotions. I heard you say you feel bad. It has nothing to do with you. I have like a bunch of shit. It's just a bunch of shit just like piling on me. Like a landfill. I just feel bad because I just got finished saying how I 
you know, kind of not depend on you for that feeling, but like. But I know that you know what I'm and saying, and I know that that I know that that's my role for not only you, yeah, a lot of people. But that's not your only role for me. And no, I, no, need, no, you I know, don't think that. that. I don't think that at all. I don't think that. Like, if you ever need me, like. Oh, absolutely. You, know. you already know. First of all, you already know. Um, that's not that. It's not that. No, I just. It, it's just. It's just clear. like. You know, when you literally don't know what else to do. Right. 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 And I'm only saying my testimony because I feel like other people may feel this way. Mm-hmm. And you like it's it's like, you know, I could feel it in my throat. Hmm. I could spit it out. Hmm. You know. Let me Jeez. tell you something. And I'm like, Tiffany, I called her. I couldn't even get out the words, what you doing? Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get out the words what you doing. I'm about to like cry right now. You just like, like I girl. couldn't even get it out. I'm like, dog, I'm having a moment. Right. And I can't do it. And right. she's like, yo, where are you? What are you doing? Where are you home? Right. I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. Right. Trying to watch Pose. And I'm just like, no, I can't do this right now. Like, Facts. I cannot be this person that everybody wants me to be right now. I could not fucking do that shit. And I'm just like, you know what? And it came out and I sobbed and I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried and I sobbed some more and I'm like crying like (laughs) like crying like I haven't cried like that in a long time. I don't even know the last time I cried like that. Didn't it feel good? Oh it felt so good. It felt so good. Oh it felt so good. Felt like you So like don't be so strong. My message is just don't be so strong that you can't cry in front of your own friend. Cause if you can't find, if you can't go to Bella Noche, right. then where else? Where else, else can else you can go? go? You can't cry <laughs> in front of your own friends, right? What, who else can you cry in front of? And I, my point that I wanted to make is that, um, so my I, I mentioned this on the show before that my friends and I we don't have that relationship of like, thank you so much for being there for me, or I love you so much, or whatever right we don't have that we don't hug each other my best friend who i have not seen in like three years is in america right now and i have not seen her yet and when i see her i don't even know if i'm gonna hug her just because we don't got that kind of relationship i'll probably hug her but i'm I'm just saying like it's not that kind of thing between us and that next day when i shouted out tiff on my gram because i felt so grateful that she was there to just listen to me for fucking three hours like thank you and you know she was like yo damn like you know i posted the call log i'm like yo she's like yo we was on the phone for mad long lol and she's like you know love you and i'm like "Mm, love you too (sighs) you know even that was like tough for me and this is the person who i just cried to the night before you get what i'm saying so like i say all this to say don't think that what i do to you is exclusive Mm. it's to the motherfuckers i know for yeah. years mm-hmm. and, and consistently known for years even them I can't do it it's not something that I do to be rude it's not something I do to be mean it's just how I am no and that's total I'm I know that like okay. Amber I know that and I still tell you I love you I still just be like mm-hmm. rubbing that's your back and, and, and right. touch cause I need like I like my friends to know and feel physically mo- emotionally like I love you. Right. Sure. And so I know this about Amber, but everything that Amber does for me, that it says I love you. Right. And you those are things saying? that are done without thought. I don't even think like I don't even think about those things. But I mean, all this was just for me to like acknowledge my friend and my sister and to let her know, 
you know, that she is greatly appreciated because, man, if that if I didn't have that moment on Sunday, again, I would not be, you know, what I'm not where I you are right now. Have made it through the week because mm-hmm. any little thing would have made me combust and would have made my cup overflow Flow. and would have made my shit set the fuck ablaze. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I let me tell you this. Um, two things. First thing, I'm always saying two things. Two things. First thing. Um, first time Amber has ever seen me cry was two years ago. Yep. Two years ago. And for that reason, it was like, oh, we had a moment. And I feel like that was like a pivotal moment in our, our friendship. It was. It because was. it was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at that moment, that's how I knew, like, Amber really doesn't cry because it took a lot for her to at least, like, cry because... Like, it was a lot that day. Mm-hmm. So I knew she a thug. Um, <laughs> I knew she was a thug because a thug represents a thug. Not a thug. A thug. Yo, we, we coming out here. Jody! <laughs> what I can say is, and we about to turn this into like a, it's fine. a New Hampshire. <laughs> I got that New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> so what I can say is I can... Um, I feel what Amber is saying with being a thug when sometimes it's just like... You don't want to be. You don't want to be. And you, you, Asia, bring out the sensitive side in us, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agree. Because I can feel the same way. This is why when I I said the PSA announcement, Mm -hmm. like if, if Joe's going through something... Joe's never going to post on Instagram or Facebook. I don't have Twitter because I really don't have the mental capacity to learn how to use it. (laughs) (laughs) But I will not post. I will not post Mm -hmm. on anything. I will go silent. Mm -hmm. So that those two months that earlier this year I went silent. That's when you should have been asking what Joe was going through. Mm-hmm. But when I said on a podcast is check on you a couple months ago, check on your your, your friends that generally mm-hmm. say something because those are the friends that you need to ask about. Right. That's during the time that I was talking about somebody need to be checking on. Sure. Mm-hmm. When I'm living in living color on Instagram, that's during the time that. I'm like, I'm okay. I see it. I'm regular degla. So, but if one thing, another thing I want to say is like, if you feel like something's going on with me, just hit me up in my DMs and Mm -hmm. I'll nine times out of 10 say, hey, what's up? How you doing? Or what's going on? Mm -hmm. Or something to let you know, like nothing's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. But I say all I have to say is you bring all that out of us. Mm -hmm. Like even today, like as I'm like, we're talking about pre talking about uh, the show Asia is rubbing my back, <laughs> and then what? I lo- I'm t- I'm turned to the left and looking to the sky, and I learn right. I turn right, and she's rubbing both of our back and just smiling and looking at both of us. And I'm like, like, and she's doing it with a smile on yes, her face, and so I'm happy like, because the I love be so fucking and, I, and I'm I looking. just want them to know, like, but you know what? I know that's in your element. And Absolutely. with with that, it allows me to know, like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to say, yo, I love you. Mm-hmm. Because, like we spoke about earlier, 
we don't have a lot of people, not saying a lot, we have a lot of friends, a lot of people nowadays in our generation, they utilize the word I love you for mm-hmm. the wrong reasons mm-hmm. to get certain things. Um, and I feel that genuine I love you from you guys or from you, Asia, because it's like, yo, I love you. I want to see you. You know, like, you know what to expect in your relationship. And I mean, an intimate relationship when your friends can show you mm-hmm. what you should deserve. So when you say, when you hear that, I love you, mm-hmm. and it's like a random I love you, and you're like, yo, where the hell did that come from? It yeah. came from my heart. Mm-hmm. And be like, yo, well, damn, I love you too. Mm-hmm. So when I get into this relationship and they can't tell me they love me randomly, <laughs> I'll be like, well, oh, goodbye. <laughs> see ya. See Next question. Next question. <laughs> it's just like, okay. yo, why can't I? Like, my friend's going to show me that. I swear that. I've been looking at my phone and it be 8.06 every time. Something is happening. Well, Somebody need to I'm telling y'all. Yeah, I'm telling y'all birthday. something is happening. I, no, this is no, bull, no bullshit. Like, the 15th, 20th time I've seen 8.06 on my phone. Well, girl, I'm playing pick three straight <laughs> box. Straight in box. box and wheels. <laughs> but to your point, Joe, I will say that I'm glad that you guys can see get that from me now. But I have I had I had to dig that out of my box. I had to unpack that. You know what I'm saying? So be able to show that because I was a wall. I was a I was in a box before. Now I am the box, mm-hmm. but I'm an open box. So I need I need people to feel my affection. I need people to know when I appreciate it. Before I was just a. Something in a box, nothing comes in, nothing comes out. Now everything comes out. But the fact that the, that you were able to open Pandora Pandora's Ooh, box. Who's box? Pandora. <laughs> Not Pandora. <laughs> Maybe it's Pandora. Whatever. But that. I opened the box. You opened the box yeah. before us mm-hmm. and you allowed us to open up our Pandora's box. And I would want you to like like us and we we gonna move on at this, but us as a friendship, as a collective, right? We all have three different boxes. Mine's is open. Yours might be tilted in the corner, lifted up a little bit on the side, but it's still closed. Yours, the lid is up, but it's like still on top. No, I got mine's wide open, kicked open. <laughs> now this, this one is like this, but it's almost off, right? But our responsibility as people who not just bring forth a production to the masses every week, but our responsibility to each other is to provide that space where it is okay to feel the feels. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It is okay for Amber to not feel good today. Right. And and we be good. And like, so we were sitting here just now, right? Like, I did not know what happened to you on Sunday. Nobody did. No, I didn't tell anybody. When I saw the post and you was on the phone for a long time, I said, so Amber was talking to somebody. First thing it says, well, why the bitch ain't calling me? Ooh. But mm. that that's not that was just my first instinct because I love her so much, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to be able to be, be there for her. But at the same time, so it's like she's going through that. 
And here I am in total bliss getting my feet rubbed. Mm. And I, my friend is Shout not feeling well. <laughs> my friend is not feeling well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I needed to be. No, I should have been there. See, that's the thing. That's how I look at life in that, you know, we can all have our boxes and we can all have our circles and we can all have whatever. Those things are, you know, independent of one another. We have to live our own lives. Like, my problems are not you guys' problems, and your problems are not mine. I will never so, take on your problems, but what I will be is by your side. Absolutely. But, I mean, here's, here's the thing. I didn't know that the foot rubber was at the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you had going on. I didn't know what Joe had going on. I was minding my business and I was no. Chilling. It's not a bad thing. Like, for I, 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 I didn't like you know think like oh I should probably not call Asia because she's getting her fucking feet rubbed. And shit. <laughs> or I shouldn't call Joe because I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I was not thinking about y'all. You no just, offense. No, I know. It's, no that's... offense. It's not like that. I'm just Baby. talking to talk. I don't mean any offense by that. I'm Baby. glad y'all, that... y'all did not even cross my mind. Cause that shit Girl, I would hope I ain't crossed your mind because I was asleep. <laughs> so was, hopefully... It was all about me. That yes. experience was all about me. Absolutely. Let me, let me tell you that. In 2016, I would say that it was one of the beginning of 2016 was one of the best years of my life. And the ending of 2016 was one of the worst. Mm. And that cry that you cried and that moment, the first person that you thought of was the right person to be there. Oh, absolutely. So the first person I call and it was like that cry that feels like. Like you have a f- log in your. Th- oh, like you- I told her. I yeah. said, bro, I can't get like I can't. And then do uh, it. I, 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 and and all you, you can't even get your words like that, out. Joe, like that, like that. <laughs> right. You can't get your words. You can't out. get. I couldn't even ask my my sis like, "What you doing?" I couldn't even say that because mm-hmm. it was literally creeping out of me. Like sis, the, like whatever, like this, this trauma, this whatever is yeah, right here. Yeah, I it's know like, that uh-oh, feeling. You gotta get out. Ooh, gotta, I, gotta I know go. that feeling. And that's where that cry right come from. That deep down cry. But that cry I, been sitting in your stomach, girl. For days. And that joint was slowly creeping up, and you couldn't hold it no it's more. It's like when you gotta throw up and you at work. Yes, but can I tell you this? <laughs> my one of my family members. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out this week, young girl, she, one of my aunts found her hanging. No. But she caught on time. Oh. Her husband got CPR, sweet CPR, and now she's in a hospital. Like, she's getting better now. Um... Thank God that it wasn't you. I mean, thank God someone found her in the time because now her life, she has more life to sure, live. Sure, absolutely. People can get the help for her. That she needs. That she needs. Mm-hmm. Thank God that people can now identify and not look over some of the signs that she may have been given prior. Mm-hmm. Thank God your friend at that moment picked up the phone and because it was there, and was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. because in that moment could have been too late when it w- would have come in would have been calling you back could have been too late because mm-hmm. that thought process or 
that person that wrong person saying the wrong things yeah, to you right so my thing is like it was right on time like mm-hmm. you said i like i don't take an offense that you didn't call me no like I when mean, i that was just my instinct no, 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 because no, no. i, I always want to be there for my friends but i got it i didn't i'm not offended you know like Listen. i want i'm i'm happy that she feels better baby because I know what that feeling feels like. Yeah. And if you're not used to feeling like that, uh, you know, you don't feel like that often, that shit is scary. Right. Exactly. Because this one right here, like I told y'all before, I I shoot first and I ask questions later. And I now... You keep as, saying you shooting. I don't shoot like <laughs> a gun. But like, like I'm the first person to pop off. No, and that, no. that that was my... Me not, friend. Listen, like... As I got and older. I wanted to say that about you, Joe, because I get that from you. And in my short term, being we only known each other for a short period of time, but it's I about feel to be like a year. I, it's I know gonna be it's about to anniversary. be a year. But I feel like I know you forever. And this is how this is how you know God is real because all my life I never I always felt like I had to protect myself and I just you know met, you know I don't have the protection of a black man a black man he ain't really checking for me he don't give a fuck but Joe showed like is the one that has shown me that everything I want I deserve and everything I get belong to me anyway and you are that friend that will quote unquote shoot first and ask questions later because you just all about making sure that the people you love are straight and that's a good attribute of you that makes you you among the strongest of men period because you take on that responsibility and you own that responsibility you know what I learned because um I have a black queen in my life, a black queen that's strong, and her name is my mother, Ooh, and she's taught me. <laughs> yes, that's my, that's my. Um, I she has taught me that, yo, she, the throne is mine, mm-hmm. and my mother has dust and shined my throne up until I became an adult. And I have and I have charged myself with showing all my black women that they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And some of them may think that I'm being overprotective, but it's because you deserve what you deserve. Yeah, and I get that. I'm like Mufasa. when I tell you a some a story and then you be asking me the question and you give me the eye like, so then what happened after that? I'm like, oh never mind. <laughs> never mind, nothing happened. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Right. Like but it- Joe, Amber, I will say this for not the last time. I love y'all so much. I'm letting the world and the masses and everybody know that I love Joe and Amber. Okay, we about to celebrate. We just got to finish celebrating my birthday. Now we about to celebrate Amber's birthday. It's motherfucking goddamn Leo season, bitch. You need to understand when the lions. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna give it to you. Come out like, like. 
Hmm. Bitch, you better stand the fuck back because it's some real motherfuckers out here. This was Listen, a good happy hour. It was a good happy hour. So whole fucking show. Right, we about to be finishing in like a couple minutes. Ten minutes. What we're going to do on this episode is going to be something just a little bit different. Okay, so we're not even going to get into the socials because it's been a slow news week. And honestly, we don't give a fuck about nobody else's problems we don't want to talk about it we're out here living life feeling the feels and doing our motherfucking goddamn thing you hear me so what we're going to be doing is we're going to move on to a segment that we like to call i need questions (laughs) i need questions questions i need questions questions, i need questions questions, i need questions. questions so what we're going to do is we're going to go around the table, have a little round table talk. Yes. And we're going to ask our friends questions. So now what we need to understand about the I Need Questions segment is that there are a few rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember all the rules last episode, and I probably don't remember all the rules now. First one is <laughs> that you have to answer the question. There are no skips. There is no passes. Answer the question. Number two, the rule is that you have to be honest. Like, don't give us no cookie cutter type shit. Like, let's keep it real on the podcast. Number three, the last rule is, is that you have 60 seconds to answer. So these questions, last week I had all the questions, but now the friends got the questions, so I don't even know what the fuck they about to yeah, ask Yeah, I'm me. about to come with y'all some hardball questions. So with that being said, said amber yes because you got the spicy questions yeah, yeah. you go ahead i'm gonna pull a time and go up. last <laughs> i'm gonna pull a timer up and you go ahead and i guess who are you want to who do you want to pose the question both to? both of you we got both, both of you ooh, the gym is kicking it <laughs> right, right, right. it's all right both it's all of right. you guys all right you guys so here we go um amber you can ask the question okay this question is for Asia Michelle and it's your boy HJ. <laughs> On the mic. On, On the, the mic. mic. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So your new job pays you six figures, mm-hmm. but your new boo gives you multiple orgasms consistently. Because you know that's hard to find nowadays, but I digress. <laughs> the new boo wants morning sex. Which means you'll be late to work. Do you oblige? A, yes, I can always find another job. Or B, no, the new boo and the great sex can wait. Joe, because you just, you know. I, <laughs> you cut that out. <laughs> you just. So you here know. we go. Joe. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, um, the new boo or the job. Oh, my God. You know what? Ooh. The money, the, I mean, the morning starts at five. I mean, I, Well, the question says that it'll make you late to work for oh, a fact. Oh, it'll make me late. And you just got this job and it's ah. six figures. Oh, <laughs> so who got to go? Not button in the collar. <laughs> <laughs> who got to go? Oh, my gosh. How many seconds he got? Ooh, 30. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, you know what? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with my six figures because Sally May is going mm-hmm. to be. She is calling. That is a motherfucking. She fact is calling. I'm like, why is it such a hard decision, right. Joe? Like, right. it's not that deep. Right. 
Yeah, but I only absolutely. got one dick. Okay, <laughs> one like, mic. I can look, only have. I can make myself come. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah, like fuck definitely, that. I can make myself come multiple times, and Facts. also new new boo. Like, if you want to do this, then you're just gonna have to. We have to figure out a schedule, exactly. and it's not when I gotta go to these the are job. Some more questions, by the way, if you guys want to choose from these, no, and fine. I have some. Okay, no. <laughs> so the game mentally stimulating. Okay, so we, I guess we don't yeah, all need to answer. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're at a consistent. I think we all agree. We're yeah. at a consistent. Okay, we going with a job. Next question, Joe. Mm-hmm. Would you like to pose it? Oh yes, I can go. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so you've been in a relationship for approximately a year and a half, Mm -hmm. and it's going well. Mm -hmm. You feel you can see yourself in a future with a future with this person. Mm -hmm. You so happen to go to a family reunion with this person, and you find out you are related. To them. Well, wait a minute. So you're you're dealing with <laughs> someone, and you find out that you're related to them. Yes. So what the what is the question? What do I do? One, a. I mean, yeah. What do you do? A. Do you stay in a relationship? B. Do you say f it and let's do it? Or yeah, it's only a and b. How mm, how closely are we related? Actually, like, if there's blood <laughs> Is involved... Is it by marriage? <laughs> if it's by marriage... If it's by marriage, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'll be honest with you. But if it's by blood... No, blood, no. Because the kids might come that's out. That's nasty. You know. you know. If it's by marriage, it's like, yeah, your, your mother's cousin married my uncle's brother or something like that. Or my other uncle. Like, that shit don't got nothing to do with me. But if, like, it's blood intertwined in this... Sorry, bro. Yeah. Really? Even if you love him? Yeah, Absolutely hell not. Yeah. No, I'm the not fuck? doing that. That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh-uh. But you would be... Ah, uh-uh, Joe! If you uh-uh. have sex with your family, you the already kids did. come out... I'm sorry, if you have kids with your family, the kids might come out a little, you know... I know, that. but what I'm saying is, this is... You found found out at the family reunion, after the family reunion, family reunion. You found out after... But you okay. had already had sex. Sex is whatever. Did the dude dirty and all that? I mean, that's nasty because that's incest. But you know, if you if you have a excuse me child, I would never want to purposely bring a child. So do you look world. at your cousin the same way now? I'm sorry, but we can't <laughs> even like acknowledge that we exist. Like, damn, at the family, dog, at the family nasty. reunion, who you introduce? All right, <laughs> Andrew, go ahead. All right, all right. So here is my question. man. Let me tell you, I I say fuck it because let me tell you, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> get me away, Satan. That is disgusting. God, that's disgusting. Go missing the show. On a, this is on another note. What kind of parent do you think you would be? Can I go? Yes, you can. <laughs> I honestly think I would be one of the coolest parents ever because I would love to instill everything, literally every single thing that my mom instilled into me, um, into my children. The only thing that I would try to like, not not change or anything like that, but I would just try to keep the line of communication and the line of education between like my child and myself open because that's something that I didn't have growing up. I didn't have the birds and the bees talk. 
I didn't know what sex was until, you know, the internet came around. Um, like, I would want to have those conversations with my child, like, sooner than later. Um, and I would want my child to know about sex sooner than later. Um, just so that they wouldn't make, like, the stupid mistakes that I did um, when I was coming up. But other than that, I think I would be a pretty cool parent because my mom is a pretty cool parent. And don't get me wrong, when I was younger... You know, she used to keep me in the house and shit, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm gonna do the same thing to my kids, mm-hmm. honestly. Because mm-hmm. if if not, god damn it, I ain't trying to be a grandmom at 42 or whatever. Definitely, I feel you. That's on just that to one. say if I'm a kid, have a kid or whatever. That's a good one. Um, I do feel like I'm going to be a strict but um cool parent. And the reason why I say strict, because I don't want to make it as a gender specific. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be overall strict because that's mm-hmm. how I am overall with my nieces and every any and my nephews. Um, and the reason why is because I just feel like as a strict parent, my, my mother and father, we just had a conversation mm-hmm. about that earlier and they were strict. Mm-hmm. But yet they were real. Mm-hmm. That birds and the beats talk. I didn't. Ha- my parents didn't have it with me. I had it with them because I found it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like after I had sex, I was like, "Ma, do you know about the birds <laughs> and the bees?" <laughs> Not ma, do you know? Do you know, do mommy? Because know? look, you my mom, and I'm gonna ask you right. if you know about right. the birds. So and the then bees. she went in and told me about it, and it was like, okay, mm-hmm. yep, I already know. Mm-hmm. But um, like. Amber said like yo I would more so want to have that open line of communication Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things going on with our now generation Mm -hmm. and I feel like they have a hard time with expressing themselves Mm -hmm. so I just want to be more so open Mm -hmm. to do it absolutely I think I agree with you both on my end um, just because um, I will be very strict with my children as well because I do believe that children um, in order to grow into responsible adults need to be presented with structure in their lives initially and they need to know that there's a system and there's a way that things should go just so that they know how to process things in their in their minds as they grow up mm-hmm. I want to be a mom like I want mad children and y'all know I love kids. Like, I just love them. Like, bring all the kids to my house. Bring them all. I want, Once I start, and this is probably why God hasn't given me kids yet. Because he's like, go ahead and do your shit now. Because once you have a baby, you ain't going to want to do this shit no more. You're just going to be a mom for the rest of your life. I always said that once I finish raising my children, I was going to foster children. to the day I die. Mm-hmm. I would be a foster mom. So I want to be... That person to nurture. I want to nurture their feelings. I want to open up those same lines of communications. I want to provide them with structure, but I also want to be the one that they know that they can talk to, that they know they don't have to keep anything from, that they know that they can be genuinely who they are with mommy. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I, just, gotcha. I, I guess there's no, there's never a perfect parent, but to me, for somebody to be your protector, your provider, and your therapist. That's like a perfect parent. Got it. So there, Joe, you got a question? That was Joe's question. Mm. That was my question. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes. Oh, you asked one. 
Yeah. That last about. question was Joe's question. What kind of parent would you be? Oh, that was your question? <laughs> oh, shit. I, I asked about the family situation. Oh, yeah. So, Amber. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Sorry. Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. Um, okay. Ready? And go. Go. Ooh, I don't know which one to ask. Shoot. Any, mini, catch a key. Okay, I'm asking this one. All right, ready? Okay. What level of presence on social media... Do, this is like an A, B, C, D question. All right. What level of presence on, a, on social media do you think is necessary for a relationship? A, as much as possible if you're proud, flaunt it. B, occasional good times, but that's it. C, just enough to make it clear that you're taken or d out of sight out of mind no presence at all i'm sorry please repeat the question <laughs> what level of presence on social media mm-hmm. do you think is necessary mm-hmm. for a relationship okay a as much as possible mm-hmm. if you're proud you flaunt it b occasional good times but that's it c just enough to make it clear that you're taken or d out of sight, out of mind, no presence at all. Joe? Um, oh, did you hear that? The scratch. scratch. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, I feel like, okay, so I'll, if I would, if it was like a part A, part B, I would say um, it would be out of sight, out of mind until the foundation and the cement has settled. Okay. Um, and then I would Ooh, say, come on, the cement analogy. <laughs> so I would um, say, so as much as possible, occasional at good times are just enough. Will be after that. Okay, so just enough. Just enough. Will because be after that. like once the cement has settled, like at least I know our foundation is yeah. good, and then it'll be just enough. Like little stuff, like little whatever. stuff, like even even if I post your shoulder, be be just enough because you know, you don't even have to get a tag. It's nothing. Or you, have, you know it's you. You know it's you. Or if there's different things or emojis that we would post that mm-hmm. only you would know. Right, I do And that. not the world would know. Well, would would say just enough. Sure. Because I feel like the, the world of social media is sometimes gritty. Mm-hmm. And when you look at one picture, and it's not like an intentional thing, but when you look at one picture, you... You ten pictures down the line, and then you may like a picture, and then yeah. the person may notice you like the picture, and you may slide up in their DMs, and then you may go have a have to make an appointment to the dentist. Ooh. The dentist. Uh huh. Or the um. I don't get that analogy. You don't get that one because you might lose some teeth. What? Why would you lose some teeth? Huh? Because if you slide up in the wrong DMs, oh, <laughs> you gonna get punched in the mouth. <laughs> Damn. Right. So I mean, I like, so so I just feel like you have to be prepared, and you have to prepare you and the person for that, mm-hmm. and that's why you have to stay secure in your relationship because this world out here. Not to say that you have to be secure with your relationship, mm-hmm. but you got to be secure in the world because people are going to. Once they find out that y'all together, they're gonna try to the attack it. So yeah. that's such a shame, ain't it? Um, for me, I would say 
And this is not, Amber's going to be like, do it nicely. Do it nicely. She said, <laughs> that's too loud. <laughs> it's too loud. Do it nicely. But I have to put a combination of B, C, and D. Oh, girl. So nicely. I'm only, post, I'm posting our good times. Okay, I got to look at B, C, and D. Just enough. Not because I need to let it known that I'm taken, but y'all wouldn't even see this at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be posting anything about my relationship. I've learned, and I haven't in the past really when I was to, when I was in a relationship, but I won't be posting shit because n- none of your fucking goddamn business. Yeah. And mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it makes me feel good and it's something yeah. that I want to post... Then I'm going to do sure. it, but you won't get this really often, and it's going to be something of us just enjoying each other. <laughs> the phone fell on the bed. Sorry, that's my answer, though. Okay, I like that answer. Can you please ask this question? <laughs> yeah, because it was good. This one right here. <laughs> yep. You would ask me to ask this question. <laughs> you all right? So you wait for the title to have sex. Then realize your partner craves sex twice as often as you. What do you do? A, get help from toys. B, get help from a volunteer. C, step up even if you don't always like it. Or D, leave if they can't tolerate less sex. Mm, That's something to think about. Here's the question. You wait for the title to have sex. Then realize your partner craves sex twice as often as you do. What do you do? A, do you get help from toys? B, get help from a volunteer. C, step up even if you don't always like it. Or D, leave if they can't tolerate less sex. Oh. Um, I pose the question. I don't got to answer it. Yes, you do. Um... <laughs> My answer would probably be like, I, well, I'm not, I'm not having sex if I don't want to. That's one. Um, Why? Uh, Why? That's out. That sounds like rape. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> fuck? Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I will try to like, you know, if I need to get in the mood, I would use it like a toy or something to get me there, like. <laughs> But I'm not having sex if I don't want to, so there's that. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I use a toy. Fuck. What'd you say? Yeah, I would A, I'm not getting help from no volunteer. I'm not stepping up, and I'm not leaving. So I would get help from toys. That's what I would do. Well, let me tell you something. You know, as a man, mm. like, it's totally. It, Joe, what would you do? I mean, uh, Joseph. Joseph. Sorry, it's, it's Joseph. I don't have a mic, but I would. Uh, I'm going to let you finish because I want to see what you're going to say. <laughs> well, Beyonce had the best. All right, go ahead, Joe. So I would say more so um, I'm going to have to step up because if it's right, then, I mean, listen to me. Like, like you, step up meaning like, yo. I think it's different from a man stepping up and a woman stepping up. But because, okay. you, because, like, yo, you said to me, like, yo, if I, if I don't want to do it, it's like rape. So it's like, goddamn. Like if you put it in that terminology, it's like shit. I don't want to do it. I mean, because that's also like I don't want to do it, and I'm openly telling you, like I'm resisting. Like, I don't want to do it, and you still like, no, we're gonna do it. Like that's definitely like great. Right, right. But I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm, 
I mean, so, are you finished or no? Yeah, so. What about you, Joseph? Joseph, you so we got mic. a new engineer today. Yeah, shout out to Joseph. Shout out to our new engineer, Come on the mic. Joseph. I'm gonna tell you this. We can't hear you, so. The, so the question and Joseph is going to come back in just a moment. The question we're going to repose, and I guess I'll give my answer. Um, I'm that. not, I'm not stepping up. I will try to like get with you a little bit, you, a little bit but you like didn't get on anything. No, you're good. Like I won't be stepping up to anything, but I might use toys to help me like get you into it. Because for me, like I feel like I haven't been pre- put in a off. situation where. Um, my partner likes to do it more than I. Okay. So like I really I really enjoy having like I I I enjoy having sex. Like so I, I can I can do it. Like Ooh. I can do it. So <laughs> like, can I can you do it. Yeah, like I can do it. <laughs> and so I don't have that problem. So I I mean if I ever been presented with that problem then I'm probably going to try to like be able to match they fly, you know, like if if he could do it, then bitch, like, like let's get with it, then you know we what I'm saying? Do it. Like, cause I appreciate that, I really do. So if we don't have another question, then let's go ahead and get to the letter and talk about this letter, so we can get the fuck out of here. Okay. Oh, would you like for me to read it? We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. Yo, we haven't even had a letter in a couple weeks. So nah, I mean, but we got one for y'all. Tonight. Yo, yo, we want to thank you guys for um tuning in, yo. For being a friend. For being a friend. I mean, yo, we haven't had a letter, and yo, and our our inboxes has been like really flooded. So. So Asia will read our next letter, but if you are interested in having your letter to be read at the People's Podcast, you can email us at it's the People's Podcast no apostrophes at gmail.com. So um, you can you can again it's it's the People's Podcast at gmail.com and we will pick letters and we will read them accordingly so um we do want to thank this listener for tune writing and like after you do get our response please feel free mm-hmm. you to respond and uh, let us know what happens after give this. us an update absolutely yes. so, so thank you here goes the letter Dear People's Podcast, my boyfriend and I have been together for about three and a half years. We started dating our senior year of college and have been long distance ever since we graduated because I relocated to a different city for a job. We see each other about once a month and he is seriously the best. I love him and his family and everyone in my life thinks he's great too. I can definitely see him being the guy I marry and I would be really happy with that outcome. My problem is that the long distance relationship is getting to me. It's been over two years now and I am exhausted from the plane rides, the FaceTime calls, and the fact that we only ever see each other one week in a month. We've always talked about closing the gap and wanted it to happen, but it's just not there yet. He tried to get transferred to some offices up here, but nothing has panned out for him. 
I feel like the logical next step would be for me to move to where he is. But I'm worried I won't be able to find a job in the field that I'm working in right now, which is why I moved away to begin with. Additionally, I live close to my family right now and have a lot of friends. I do love the city that he lives in. So I wouldn't be completely unhappy there. I... Additionally, I live close to my family right now and have a lot of friends. I do love the city that he lives in, so I wouldn't be completely unhappy there. But I'm worried about what I'm giving up. I just don't know if it's a smart decision for me to give up everything and move for a boy. I feel like I'd be sacrificing so much just for this relationship. But at the same time... I feel like I'd be sacrificing so much just for this relationship. But at the same time, I want this relationship to continue. I'm worried that if we stay long distance for too much longer, I'm going to get tired and frustrated of it all and lose this perfect guy. Do I move for love or stay put and focus on what I have right now? Signed, confused. Mm -mm. Who would like to go first? I would like to go first and tell her, you stay focused on what you have going on right now. What is for you will be for you. It it comes to times in our life where we think we can control the situation, what happens to us, what we want. We try to maneuver in order to have those things. But And I can't say whether or not you believe in a higher power or believe in God, but you have to know. And if you do, then you understand the whole thought process of what belongs to you is already yours. You have... And it could go both ways. So say if you do move for love and then your job and everything pans out. But that is something that you really taking a chance on. You moved for a job that you got. So you have to... I My advice is that you move in that, you live in that, and then if it works out for y'all, then it'll work out for y'all. But if it doesn't and you lose the opportunities that you have because what you're doing right now is it's just not about a job it's about the moves that you made for your life the things that you're doing right now you made that move because you did you were doing something that you knew you were going to be happy with it had everything to do with you not with this second person so you need to keep that mindset because and for me, and in my opinion, even when you have a partner, mm-hmm. you still need to be moving in a space that you are still genuinely happy because you can't do shit for your partner if you're miserable. So you need to let that go and you need to keep moving and focusing on what it is that you have to do because what it is that you have to do, obviously, because it made you relocate, is what makes you happy. You need to continue in that. So let me ask you this um, before I give my answer. Uh, so do you would you rather her relocate or do it for love? No, she's not. Re- she wants I mean, to know like, should she, she move back? Yeah. Do, and I'm like, you no, feel- you relocated for this specific okay, purpose. So you I need to you. stay where you are. OK, mm-hmm. so um, I would say do it for love mm-hmm. uh, because you have already relocated and you did it for your career. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. Number two, I just feel like 
um, you just contradicted yourself or you contradicted your relationship because you said in the beginning of the letter how much you were madly in love with him and towards the end you call him a little boy mm-hmm. or a boy you didn't say little I don't know if you said little but if you said a boy regardless of what it is like you downplayed what you said earlier right and then like your question is should you do it um you invested so much time into someone that you say you can see that you're in love with. Right. Um, yes. You sought out a career that you're happy in. Mm-hmm. Um, you sought out a career that you're happy in, and I feel that you should now seek out a relationship that is now something that you want. Because... If you seek out that relationship and now that y'all married, he can now move forward in other areas and now you guys are married. So it's just like, yo, you have to consider your pros with your cons. Like, do you want your career and how happy will you be with in your career? Because, yeah, you have your job and all that other stuff. But you said that you can see yourself marrying him. So if you can see a future, this future with your man is just as important as your future with your career. And I mean, hopefully you don't have any loans or anything of the sort that you have to really pay back. But like, yo, I say go out for your career and that's it, bro. I mean, not bro, but like, sis, (laughs) sis, like, yo, do, do your thing. Because, like, um, you don't know what's going to come about in this situation. Mm -hmm. And if it is you having to have to go back to your job or go to another job, then at least you know that, yo, this wasn't it. You haven't tried it enough. One weekend is not going to tell you how much you love a person. One weekend is not going to tell you or tell me, like, what's what's going to happen. Like, it's like you painting a pretty picture. And when you go back to your regular life, the canvas is unfinished. Mm. Because in the beginning of the relationship, you're a blank canvas. Mm. And like, yo, you have not finished what you started. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that you hear about, like when y'all talking on the phone and he's sick and stuff like that. And it's like, yo, you really don't know how to really take care of him because like he's sick on a Tuesday and you don't fly into a Friday. And he's by then he's already sick. I mean, already done. I dead. <laughs> not, even, not even dead, but he's more so like better. But yo, I just say anyway. stick to to love like Yo, finding real love is like dime a dozen sometimes. And if you feel like this is it, you really, really hear people tell you tell you about like how much love or you found love. We um, I just say, yo, choose love for this moment, because at least, you know, that you don't have any questions in your life, Um, because that's one thing that I don't regret is having to. I put a period at certain things and I don't have to put a comma. So, um, 
With that being said, we're going to go to the last segment of our episode, and that is final, final thoughts. thoughts. I mean, what final thought is, is we want to leave you off within the week one. of some words of encouragement that that we feel is fitting for the week. Um, do, do, you, do you guys want to go? I'm going to go. Yeah, because I don't have Okay, so, got you. Um, I usually have like a ready-made final thought. Oh my god, my chair. Um, I usually have like a ready-made final thought, but um, seeing as this is my official birthday weekend, since my birthday's on Tuesday, I'm about to be 30. I'm entering into a new decade of life. Yes. Um, I just want to say that whatever it is, and I, I think I've honestly like had this final thought before, but whatever it is that whatever it is that you're planning whatever it is that you're gathering up data for whatever it is that you're thinking you know that you're gonna hit them with the new shit in september like whatever it is that you're working on i just charge you to not let your foot up off of the gas um don't get too comfortable because you got a couple likes on the gram or on Facebook. Um, do not soup yourself up because you got a little bit of traction of on an idea from some motherfuckers that'll never buy from you. Hmm. Um, I say this to say, um, you never, um, I, I won't say that, but Sometimes we only get motivated when we're uncomfortable, okay? We only get motivated to make money when we're uncomfortable. When I was laid off from my job, I knew I had to use my creative side and, you know, the skills that I had in me to make money. And that's how two of my businesses came to fruition. So I charge you to not wait until you are uncomfortable, to start that business, right? To start writing down ideas on what you think could possibly work, whatever it may be, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, whatever you're thinking about, bro, sis, just fucking do it. Because I promise you, if I did not wait until I was laid off from my job to start my business, I would be in such a different predicament that I am in right now. So don't wait. Don't waste your own time. Fuck wasting other people's time. Don't waste your own time. Please don't waste my time. Um, yeah, I mean, my time <laughs> is not even available for you to waste. Okay. But don't waste your own time. Um, take yourself seriously. Number one rule, number one thing you take away from this fucking podcast, invest in yourself i'm gonna say it one more time invest in your fucking self there's only so much freebies so many freebies there's only so much free information there's only so much free shit out there that you can consume until you're gonna hit a brick wall to where you're gonna need some of the paid shit so invest in yourself sis invest in yourself bro believe that Whatever idea you have brewing is fucking worth people paying for. That's Hallelujah. I'll go quickly because I have two final thoughts. And actually, my first final thought was 
something that I just posted randomly this morning on Instagram on my story, which was a simple be good to yourself today. Um, there are plenty of times where we beat ourselves up or we feel like we are inadequate or that we're not doing everything that we're supposed to do or we're scrolling through IG and we're seeing everyone else's stories and seeing what everyone else is up to and we're just like, damn, how this person get to do this and why I'm not where this person is at. Please be good to yourself. Please understand that what you see on social media has nothing to do with you, beloved. What people post on social media 90% of the time is not even what they got in real life. That shit is fucking fake. Be good to yourself. Appreciate the life that you have. Appreciate your efforts that you have put forth at this point because it has gotten you to where you are supposed to be. Not just where you are at now because where you are at right now is exactly where where you are supposed to be be good to yourself treat yourself well have you a drink go take yourself to dinner go and 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 do something that you wanted to do don't hold yourself back from the things that you deserve because you deserve them that is the reason why we say the word deserve because you're supposed to have everything that you have my second final thought is once you I also posted this in my Insta stories today, but it resonated with me really well because I just need people to realize that once you realize that you pay for everything with your time and not with money, that that is when your whole world will change and you will comprehend what actually holds value versus what you are told that is value. Once you realize that you pay for everything with your time and not with your money. Hmm, that was good. That is when your whole world will change. And you'll comprehend that what actually holds value is your time versus right. what you're told is valuable. Right. Your time is the value. Right. Money cannot buy your time. Do not allow people to waste your time. You heard me on this podcast a couple episodes say that I am about to start sending receipts to motherfuckers who waste my goddamn time. Don't let nobody waste your time. Your time is valuable. The amount of time that you take to listen to whatever vomit comes out of somebody's mouth or whatever gold comes out of their mouth, that is time that belongs to you and time that you will never get back. So be careful where you place your time, beloved. It doesn't belong to everybody, which will bring me to my third thought, and I'm done after this. You need to watch the people you keep around you. Because these are the people that you give your time to. And some of those people are venomous. They are poison. They are not good for you. They are liars. They're cheaters. They're deceivers. They're they're just people that aren't good for you and are not good for what you're trying to what you're trying to be. Don't waste your own time, beloved. Just don't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. Um my final thought is Yo, um, we thought that communication was enough. We thought that communication was enough. But you got to make sure that they comprehend. Because, like, yo, a lot of us worry about how much communication and I communicated effectively in different ways. But if the person isn't, comprehending what I'm saying then your 
then your communication was null and void. So just make sure that you are communicating effectively Mm -hmm. and make sure that you are comprehending even Mm. more effectively as well. Because like comprehending That's means a, point right a lot. There that you mm-hmm. just made, yo. Because it's just like we do feel sometimes that yo, I got my point across. I got my point across. I got my point across. But sometimes the person that you're speaking to really didn't understand, and it's not because they're more or less educated than you are. It's just because they really didn't understand. That's the, that was my next point. Because a lot of pe- people listen to respond, not to understand. understand. Ah! So, you know so, saying? so, so with that, it's just like you got to make sure that they're understanding because at least, you know, that conversation that you once had is very, 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 it, it's important and it's going to be successful. Absolutely. This is episode 40 of the People's Ooh, we Podcast. We didn't even celebrate episode 40. 40 episode episodes. 40 of, 40 of the People's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We will see you next week. Mm, bye. See you next week.